Hey, welcome everybody. It's that time again. Crosspoint Scripture Podcast. We have an exciting verse today from Isaiah 55. Isaiah chapter 55. I don't know when you're listening to this, but as I'm recording it, we're coming up on Christmas. And it reminds me that Isaiah is a big deal <laughs> at Christmas time, at any time. But yeah, Christmas, there's a lot of prophecies about Messiah, God with us. So turn in your Bibles to Isaiah 55, unless, of course, you're driving. Then just hang tight and we'll take you there. And we're going to be in Isaiah 55, verse 11. Pretty well-known verse, at least in the church circles I've been in, but maybe it'll be new to you, which is great. I love it if these verses are new to you guys, because to me, that's a big win. All right, Isaiah 55, 11, reading from the ESV says, So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Okay, one more time, just because Isaiah is pretty thick. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Interesting thing here, a um, lot, lot of stuff here, but the King James of this um, verse is very popular. And um, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me void is, uh, I believe, I'm pretty sure that's King James void. And that's, it's neat because that's what it means. It shall not return to me empty. It will not return to me useless. It will not return to me without anything. God gets a return on his word. So if you ever heard that little phrase before, because it got pretty popular in the King James, it shall not return to me void. Uh, I'm sure I'm breaking the translation a little bit, but it's something like that. Um, that's what it's going after. So pretty cool. All right, now, those of you who have been listening for a little while, you know we're on a context situation here um, because uh, the first phrase is, so shall my word be. So he's referring uh, to the verses before. Another side note here, doesn't this, this is preacher stuff, isn't it? So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty. Can you, can you almost hear it? I can hear it. Makes me want to preach a sermon on it. Okay, so, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth is in is closing up it's sewing up or ending a thought or something that Isaiah had going here so let's go up to verse 10 I'd love to go up even further oh yeah let's go up further let's go to six we won't be able to cover it all but this will give us the real deal here okay so starting at verse says, it says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Okay, here's the beginning. God shifts and says, you know, this is what I'm like. Here's you. You're lost. You need to come to me. Let the wicked man forsake his way. I will abundantly pardon why would God do that for me? Verse 8, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. And as an example of that, okay, I want you to get the context that's being set up here. God says, I'm not like you. I'm higher than you, greater. And when you come to me, you won't get what you expected. You're going to get better. And 
what he wants for them is redemption. Did you notice that? Um, let's see. Uh, let's return to God. He will have compa- I want to have compassion on him. He will abundantly pardon. Okay, so that note of grace and return and redemption is being sounded. And then God says, my thoughts not yours, my ways not yours, higher than the heavens is from the earth. And then verse 10. This is the important part to our verse. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven... Okay, so nothing mystical here is he's like literally referring to the rain and snow that come down. And do not return there, but water the earth. So the rain and snow don't go down and then fly back up. They water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout. Talking about plants growing because they got rained on. When those plants sprout, they giving seed to the sower. So go buy and get that wheat that sprouted up. And turn that wheat into bread to the eater. Isn't that a great? I mean, you got the whole water cycle. That's the way they put it to us in elementary school. You got the whole water cycle leading to food here. So Isaiah says, For as the rain and snow come down from heaven, don't return, but bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower, bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Isn't that great? You really can't beat it. So uh, God says that his word is like rain from heaven, you know, and we are the ground and it comes upon us. And when his word comes to us, it gives seed to the sower. That means, you know, the seed, the stuff you need to bring forth more and bread to the eater. So it satisfies what you need for life. And it's all contained in God's word. And his word never comes back to him empty. So God never wastes his words. And man, that's been a big fear of mine throughout my life. It's, is my witness, is this program, you know, is, is Crosspoint Scripture, is the sermons here at Crosspoint, you know, are these, will these work? Does the gospel work? And I love that God just says, oh, it absolutely does. It always brings and succeeds in the thing for which God sent it. Now, he doesn't say it always succeeds for what I sent it for, (laughs) and that's good to keep in mind, but it's a great reminder that, you know, what he intends to happen with it will. And uh, in verse 12, you get the celebration of that. It says, For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle. And it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. This great redemption that's going to come to his people um, will be an everlasting sign of his greatness. And it will happen because it's the word from his mouth. Pretty good, huh? I love Isaiah, man. Even though it's poetic, which can be tough um, for people, his pictures that he draws are usually pretty earthy. Like this one, you know, you got rain and snow and seed and bread and mountains and it's good stuff so it's usually easy to take um if you i could recommend that you start in isaiah 40 okay this would be like a something to do through the rest of this season and then um to get you started good in the new year is i would go from isaiah 40 all the way to the end of the book which let's see i want to say it has 60 let's see yeah 66 chapters So I would go from 40 to 66 and just, you know, maybe a chapter a day, uh, if that's your pace, but maybe even half a chapter a day. 
And I think that's going to be some great meditation for you from now throughout the Christmas season and into the new year. It's it kind of builds up that way. I don't know how else to put it. And then if you really want extra points, you go from that Isaiah 40 through 66 and get into Matthew. That's a gospel that refers back to Isaiah quite a bit and is pretty rooted in it. And you'll see some of the parallels and things, and it's really a cool kind of Bible trip to take. Okay? All right, guys. So glad to spend this time with you. God's word um, will not come back to him empty. It'll accomplish his purpose. And we'll see you next time.